Hey y'all, I'm Leslie. And I'm Marissa. And this is Scream Queens. So Marissa, how's it going? Um, I'm here. It's cold in Kentucky again. Yep, polar vortex coming down. I'm so over it. Yep. Can I just wear sandals and a sundress? Nope. Can I just wear sandals and a sundress? I don't even want a lot. I just want to wear sandals and my sundresses, you guys. Because let me tell you, everybody thinks it's all, Leslie dresses up every day. Y'all, it's not about that. It's if you throw in a sundress, you can wear your hair in a bun. You can wear it in a low bun. You can just brush it flat. And people just assume if you throw in a little mascara and lipstick that you put a lot of effort into that outfit, you're super comfortable. You are cool. And you didn't do crap. So I'm about it. I'm about it. I'm about some leggings and a t-shirt. I'm about a dress. I'm just that's, all about a dress. Like my... when we had those few days last week and I got to wear three in a row, mm -hmm. it spoiled me because now that I have to go back. Yeah. It's not going to get like spring here because we're getting ready to hit our Blackberry winter. Yeah. So mid-April is what my weather guy's telling me. And he's yeah, I mean, he's accurate. pretty, that's pretty much yeah. like we're going to have warm days and 40s and 50s are better than the 20s yeah. and the zeros and the negatives. Right. It is warmer. I'm just ready. I think, and it's so funny how humans are though. I always think about this because like when you get that first taste of spring, yes. you can't wait for it. Yes. But come September. We're ready for fall. We're ready for fall. I'm never ready for winter. No, but fall. But, and, and summer I love. I like but spring. it's like, I think I like it's summer's fall. right smack in the middle though. So I feel like. Sometimes it's the gates of hell here. So I, I, like I love the heat though. So I'm not going to complain. Yeah, I love the heat. But um, it's just like, it's I always think that's funny how we just can't wait for spring. You get that first few hints and you can't wait to put a short sleeve shirt on and some jeans and some sandals. I do and like then summer. in fall, you can't wait to wear your, your hoodie or your cardigan. Me, yes. I'm a cardigan and a sweat. I'm not a hoodie person, but you I'm know, I'm a good crew neck person. So I can't wait to put on my sandals, my favorite jeans, crew neck, Marcos, marshmallows. Like I love fall, fall festival season. Like but I'm about it. Season it is spooky season, but I am about it. Yes. I am about it. I'm going to have to dig deep deep in my brain archives you should probably season. start working on it i need to start my dream journal she needs to start a dream journal about i didn't dream last night so marissa i did and i don't remember i did dream last I, night well i don't remember i remember actually. dreaming but i can't tell you what i dreamed i just remember yeah. dreaming but i don't remember what i dreamed about i don't remember anything i knew this morning when i first woke up but i've already forgot yeah so let me tell you you ready for a rough one today uh, as ready as I can be. Rough as in, is a child, guys. So, um, good news is, I just want to let you guys know what, that it is a child. There is some domestic violence in here between the parents, but there isn't really, there's not any horrible child abuse or any of those things today. So, but it is a, it is a semi-local one. It happened in Tennessee, so oh. it's semi-local. Um. Actually, and you know me, I love me an old case. Mm -hmm. The older, the better for me. I don't know why, but I just love digging up those cases that are 50, 60 years old. Because I think if there's, maybe there's, a, if we talk about them, maybe there's an identified body out there somewhere. And we have all this new technology mm -hmm. that we didn't have in the 50s and 60s or even the early 80s. Right. That we could bring this family some closure. And even if most of their family's gone, we could bring this person some peace and give mm -hmm. them their name back. Right. Like, I just think that's, it, there's nothing else that's important. It is so important, no matter how long it's been, to give this person their name back. Right. So, this one, though, happened in 2001. Mm -hmm. So, let's go back, guys, till March 4th of 2001. So, we think about 2001. What's going on in 2001? Um, I was still in high school. I you were still in school. I was in middle, oh, We lost Aaron in 2001. 9-11 was in 2001, right? So, yeah, I was in fifth Aaron. grade. So we lost Aaron in 2001. This was before 9-11, or we yeah. lost Aaron, of so course. So I was in fifth grade. Yep. So I remember 9-11 being in fifth grade in that. So what we're trying to say is 2001 was a fucked up year that we do not like now that we recall on what to the heaven in 2001. I'm not about it. 2021, just ones. We do not like ones. So 2031 will be old, and um, we're going to... Let's just hope nothing. We're going to, like, um, pre-plan the year before to, like, maybe go into a bunker. Colby's been trying to find us a bunker because hey, you know, I'm all about that. Colby. So let me tell you about Colby. He's been, before we get started on this case, you guys, quick side note of my rambling. Colby's been in history. They start a new subject every day. Well, they've been learning about World War One and Two. Oh. He's convinced we're going to have World War Three soon because there's some pattern. I don't really understand the pattern, guys. Maybe I can get him to explain it's, it to um, me again. But he's obsessed with Colby. My middle son, Colby, has autism and he is obsessed with patterns and things. So he's found I'm, a pattern in this and now we have to get a bunker. I'm all for it. I'm not going to say we're not. 
No, I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm about it. repeats itself. I'm about it. Well, that. so we just need a bulldozer at the farm and the men to get to work. Um, but I'm going like way in the back because I want them to find us in our bunker. We have to go in the back 40. Mm. No found. So we can't be found. And I need a bunker with just us. So, I mean, mom can come if she needs to. Okay. But I'm drawing the line there. Hmm. I'm drawing the line there, okay? So Kobe's probably my... He would probably go down those rabbit holes like me. Conspiracies. Oh, he loves him. A cons- you know who you should bring on a guest star on the hmm. show one day? I think Kobe should do conspiracies. You and Kobe should do a podcast about conspiracies. Because you know who he's been obsessed with lately? Who? Stevie Cooper. Stevie Cooper. Who's that? You, you know, Cooper. like he was on the plane and jumped out with all the money. Oh. She's going to feel silly when she remembers. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that one. But in the video Kobe watched, they called him Dan Cooper. So if you call him DB. Mm. Yeah, but Kobe loves him a conspiracy. If it's about Area 51 or anything like that, he is about oh, it. Yeah. He is about a conspiracy. But then I get stuck in these rabbit holes and I get pulled in. And I got research and I get pulled in deeper. And I'm like, oh, I got to get out of here. That's me on another case I'm working on. I got to get out because this is making way too much sense. And this should not be making sense. Let me just get out of this rabbit hole. Well, guys, since we've rambled for six minutes, I guess we should get started. And oh, yeah. if you hate our rambling, let us know and we'll cut it back. Yeah. Just let us know. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we do. Today we did. Yep. But anyways, so 2001, shit year. Okay, Marissa, so we're going to go back to um, March of 2001 when Bethany disappeared. But before, let's talk a little bit about who Bethany was. A little about, you know, Bethany before the disappearance. Mm-hmm. and things so bethany was sassy oh. her family and mama described her as sassy and spunky and full of personality and life so I'm when i look familiar. at her she was so familiar when you when i look at her and like i said we'll mm-hmm. post the picture when i look at bethany mm-hmm. she looks a lot like we did when we were young i mean you know she's dark haired yeah. she has dark eyes to her or no she has green eyes so we have light eyes yeah. all of us have green eyes you know you have blue i have blue so she and her ten of green, but her. But I'm saying like we have like a yeah. No, mind you not. I just I have blue. But have a ten of green. we um just you know when I when I was looking at cases, it's just I think I was drawn to her because she reminded me so much. And she's my age. She's your age, so and the dark hair, the, the light eyes, her face. As I showed you, yeah. I was just drawn to her. And also, we know I love an old one, but this is one that I feel like she could still be there somewhere. Right. She is listed as endangered and missing, mm-hmm. so they do suspect foul play in her mm-hmm. case. But I mean, there's always hope. People right. have been found after 20 years. Been so held captive after being so. I mean, there's always hope. Her mother doesn't believe it was a stranger abduction, and we'll go into that just because you know, mm-hmm. like I said, Bethany was spunky and sassy, mm-hmm. and they and you know, her mother feels like if someone was trying to abduct her, she, she would have made a stink. She would have made a stink, but. We also know how fast even grown-ups get abducted. We do yeah. not know that she could have been yeah. walking across the parking lot to where she was, yeah. swooped in a car and gone. And maybe she didn't make a stink, but if it was inside that car, you would have never heard it. Right. And it could have also been people did hear it. People didn't think about it because mind your own business. Their right. kid's just acting up. My kid be screaming when I leave the park like exactly. I'm trying to so, take her somewhere. So Bethany, at the time of her disappearance, was only 11. So she was your age. She was actually born on February 1st, 1990. So about a week, week and a half after mm-hmm. you. So... At only 33 years old now, definitely possible that Bethany could still be here with us somewhere. Bethany, at the time of her disappearance, was 100 pounds, Uh, roughly, and she was about five foot tall. Wow. Well, it says between four, eight, and five feet. So, So, me and her were probably, I would say, probably about the same weight, probably the same height if she was around four, eight, because I didn't grow much. No, she didn't, (laughs) y'all. I grew much since fifth grade. So we're all tall. Mom was relatively tall. I'm five seven, so that's average for a girl. Our brothers are all six foot tall, and then we have Marissa. Five one, maybe five on a two. generous day. Five two on if I'm gonna lie about it. <laughs> if I'm gonna lie about it, I can't lie a whole lot. But I can maybe get so inch. the description of what she was wearing, kind of like I was just puzzled by it because it says she's wearing a green t-shirt mm-hmm. and black slip-on shoes. But her dad said she was either wearing blue or black jeans. Maybe they were dark. Maybe they were like a dark, you know, like that really dark blue. That I guess can't. it could be. And men aren't always as observant yeah. about clothes and details. Yeah. Me, I can tell you everything my children yes. wore to school this morning down to the detail of their socks. Yeah. But I'm, yeah. And Michael probably couldn't. Yeah. He couldn't tell you every detail. He might be able to say, okay, Jaden had a brown shirt on and some jeans. But 
and his yeah. boots, like that's where he yeah. would end it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They just don't. And it, I think it's because I have this crime mind. I'm like, I have to be mm-hmm. hyper vigilant. Like oh, I have to be yeah. on my game 24 oh, yeah. seven. Because I'm always I, aware. I'm always yeah. Like violent. I'm so hyper vigilant when it comes to safety of yep. my children. Yep. That I just and maybe that's the difference, you know. And I. I, I mean, you why. have to be that way. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm not knocking brain. people that don't live that way, but I have to live that my way. I have to live like is everyone is out to hurt or get my yes. baby or could potentially. Yep. And it is my job to keep them safe. And I always got to have an escape plan. I've always got to, how am I going to, how am I going to kill you? Because that's what's going to happen to you come for my baby. You're going down today. So Bethany was a Caucasian female with brown hair and green eyes. Um, when she went missing, she was actually missing some of her top and bottom molars. Oh, yeah. Her baby molars. I can, yeah, I still had baby teeth all the way in middle school. Yes, you did. So, yeah, I can, yeah, I can relate to that. Um, she had sh- typical 2001. She had shoulder length. Like I said, it was I really, really dark brown. You did. You definitely I think did. I chopped my hair off. No, you did had, in middle school. You had this, you had the same haircut in middle school. Like, yeah. Well, that was fifth grade. You were in fifth grade. Um, but I'm pretty sure I still chopped my hair off. Yeah. You did. Well, I don't know, but definitely um, in middle I, school. No, I definitely remember in fifth grade, chopping my hair off. Mm. Bethany also has a mole on her left breast and a mm. freckle on her cheek and her nose. Or freckles on her cheek and her nose. Like, you know, the freckles yeah. that go across I, like we have? Yeah, you do have those. Those freckles. In the sun. So, before we get into the circumstances of, like, her disappearance and, you know, all that, let's talk about a little bit before Bethany disappeared. So, Bethany's parents actually met the year before she was born. Mm-hmm. So, they had met in 2000. Mm-hmm. At the time that they had met, um, her dad, Larry, mm-hmm. had told her mother, Johnny, that he was recently divorced and that his wife has took his two sons and or his kids. I, can't, um, I don't know if they were boys. I'm sorry. I thought they were, but then I read back. His children and moved to Arkansas with the kids. So, he was just this distraught husband whose wife had just left him and, you know, moved away with his kids. And, you know, Johnny's a good, loving person and just sucked her in. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, she began a relationship with him thinking this man was divorced and yada, yada, yada. But, um, come to find out, Larry wasn't divorced. Larry very much was still very married. He's still living with his wife and children. So he had a double life. Like well, a hold on. This movie. is the part that gets so. Well, this is the part that gets even crazier. Okay. So, but Johnny would go over to the house. So she would have had no way to know this. Johnny can now recall. She didn't know about. She didn't know he was. She didn't find out he was still married. Let me say that until she was pregnant with Bethany. That's when she found out that he had been lying to her this whole time. Wow. So for months he had been lying about the divorce. She would actually go over to the house that he had with his wife. Now, I don't know if it was one of those situations where he put away family pictures or, you know, lots of people, like, if me and Michael were divorced, I wouldn't take down the pictures as long as I had kids in the house of their dad. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't probably have the ones of me and him by ourselves. In my living room, maybe put them in your room. But I, but in my living room, I have some sitting on the tables yeah. and stuff, but I don't have any pictures of my children except for one wall. Right. Uh, the rest of it is decor, and then there's pictures yeah. sitting around the tables, and how easy is it to tuck a picture away off the table? Yeah. But, um, so, in... Johnny, when she did find out he was married, some things started clicking in her mind. Like, for instance, every time she would go to his house, she would see these kids walking down the street and they'd be smiling and waving at her like they knew her, but they're smaller children. So she just, yeah, friendly kids, right? Yeah. Um, they've got used to seeing her, so they're just friendly. Turns out those were Larry and his current wife's children. Larry would make them leave when Johnny was going to come over. So just go out in the neighborhood? I have no idea. That she didn't know, of course, so that this was happening till after. But that's who those but children the, were. So the kids never told the mom. That's what I was about to say. Hey, there's another lady here, and mom, a dad made us leave the house. Yeah, I, mean, I, I would have been snitching. You already know I would have snitched. Like for sure, sissy would have been snitching, and she can't keep a secret. Um, but John, um, but Larry would eventually leave his wife and marry Johnny. Technically, finally. <laughs> The, the divorce that wasn't real actually. finally became real. Yeah, but after marrying Larry, very soon after, actually. Because you got to think. How you to marry him after you dumped on that out? I might have got the year. She was, Bethany was born in 2001. She's born in 90. I'm sorry. She was, when I gave the year, her, but I did 90. not say her parents, her parents did not meet. And I was, I can't do math, y'all, apparently this early in the morning. 
her parents did not meet in 2000. They actually would have met in 1989. 80, I'm Guys, I'm sorry about that. 1989, her parents had met. And then by 2001, they had got divorced. Okay. So 20, how many years is that, Marissa? No, it's about 11, 12, it's 11. 11. God, Leslie, why can't I? I'm struggling today, y'all. I know I'm bad in math. I think they're worse than me. Not usually, but dang, Les. Yeah, 2001, she'd be 11. Yes, so they had been married all this time. But like I said, not long after that marriage happened, though, mm-hmm. and Bethany's birth did, um, Larry start changing. Or there were red flags going off in Johnny's mind mm-hmm. to, what have I done? Like, did I make the right choice? This you isn't the person I... In retrospect, we've all been young and dumb. Yep. Um, you probably lying to me about being married and sending your children away would have been enough for me, but yep. even married. But hey, this was 1989 and I'm not judging her decision because I don't know what kind of lies this man had spent right. to her. So I'm not judging her and I'm not here to judge her because there are things I've done in my life that are definitely questionable that other people would be like, what in the world were you thinking? Right. But he would not, he would become very controlling not long after mm. and very mentally emotionally and even physically abusive at times and but johnny didn't tell anybody really she very few people did she trust with that knowledge of what she was really going through with going through at home Mm. she was just a really private person about that and i can totally see not wanting if you're choosing to stay here you don't want to broadcast that all this is going on and have everybody talking about you and become a gardener be like georgia grow me some wolf thing earl had to die no Georgia, I know, but Earl had to die. Uh, no, that didn't. I'm thinking of Georgia. I'm thinking of Earl had to die on the Dixie Chicks. I'm a 90s child. I am too. No, you were born in the 90s. I grew up in the 90s. There was a difference. So did I. Did I grow up in like 95, 96, 97? That, I guess you was, was there. Out. That song was out when I was I know. It was out. I loved it. But that's, you went to that, you went to Jenny and Georgia and I went to Dixie Chicks. Yep. Earl has to die because you said grew a garden. So it just made me think Earl has to die. I'm thinking of like, like I immediately thought a of them. Of killing I, him off the him. music video of the Dixie Chicks immediately just popped into my head. I'm thinking of a natural way to kill him so it doesn't show, look so suspicious than yeah. wrapping him up in a tarp. You gotta do what you gotta do. Anyways, so, no, guys, we're just joking. We do not condone murder. We would not kill people. Yeah. Okay, I'm not killing anyone unless you come for my kids. But, anyways, moving on about Marissa and her psychotic tendencies. When the FBI comes, y'all, I'm flipping on her. I don't know. I'm telling her. This kid is crazy. I'm just saying. I'm too pretty for prison. I can't deny I'm crazy. I'm too pretty for prison, okay? I would not do well trying to pee in front of someone or shower in front of them. And you wouldn't either, so you might want to rethink that. No, I'm fine. I could, I could not do it. Anyways, so by early 2001, though, by that January, Johnny had had it. She had had it with his abuse. 11 years was enough. 11 years of the laws, the abuse, the controlling behavior. She had just had enough. And mainly because at this point, you know, Bethany's getting older. She's old enough to. Well, his abuse had began to include Bethany. See? Wolf thing. Here we go. Well, and it never says in here his behavior was affecting Bethany. It never said in here that he got physical with her, and I don't believe he did. It was just the way he was, the way he would behave. It caused Bethany to start having suffering from very bad anxiety and biting her nails into Mm -hmm. like the bleeding points Mm -hmm. where she had no nails. So I don't think that her dad. I want to say that I never read that he was physical with Bethany. Just the way he would behave at home. Emotional abuse is just as bad. Emotional abuse sometimes is more scarring. Yeah. The things that people say to you and mm-hmm. you hear could be way worse than a spanking. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying a beating, but a spanking. Yes. But abuse is abuse and none of it is okay. But when she saw, when Johnny saw how much this was affected Bethany, she knew it was time. Mm-hmm. So Larry and then they had just moved from Jackson to Gleason, Tennessee. Never heard of that. I have never heard of that one either. Um, it um, wasn't far. A lot of- yeah, it's a small town. Tennessee, we don't know. Yeah. So, um, it didn't, they had recently moved there to that town from their town. So, Bethany was in new school and everything recently, making new friends and everything, and then all of this. And Johnny just, one morning, it had just got really bad at home. And Bethany was getting worse with her anxiety and how much it was expecting her at school and, you know, with uh-huh. the move. So, Johnny had just said, oh, this is it. I can't do this anymore. Like- so, she waited until he Larry left for work. Uh-huh. And after he left for work, Bethany had already went to school. Larry left for work. She packed up herself a bag and Bethany a bag. Mm-hmm. She went to pick Bethany up at school. Mm-hmm. And she headed the two hours drive away to mm-hmm. Nashville to her sister Lori's house. Smart lady. Because where do you go if you need help? Yep. Go to your sister. Right. 
She's your best friend whether they want to be or not. Right. Just like I'm still learning to like her, y'all. Daddy swore that one day I'd like her. Well. I've adapted to her. It would be it would be weird with only all brothers if I didn't have at least one sister. Right. Considering I have all boys. Uh, that would really you suck. You have all boys and I have a girl. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, if I have five brothers. Yeah. If I didn't have at least one sister. Yeah. It would, I just, I, what would I do? I, I used to fight Bubba for you. Came in handy. You did. You she did I came in handy. handy. She's a little she's the enforcer for a reason. Like one of us is a little I'm more feisty never than the other. Back down from anybody ever. There's not a person that I'm scared of. There's a person I'm scared of. No. I'm scared of daddy. He may no. he's intimidating. No. And it's not daddy hurting me. I'm gonna say that I'm scared of that, that's not true. I don't want to say that like it's me. I'm not scared. Daddy's never gave me a snake in my life. I'm not scared of daddy. That way, I'm scared of disappointing dad. Like, I don't ever want, daddy has ever told me in my life, one time in my entire 39 years of life that I disappointed him. I will never forget the conversation mm -hmm. and the look he gave me. And I just, it is scarred into my head forever. The only time in my life that daddy has ever told me I disappointed him. And I, y'all, my daddy is a very understanding man because I have done some suspect things. But every, once in my life, he told me that he was disappointed in me. And that was enough. Like, that was enough to make sure that I was never going to do that again. Yeah, that doesn't break me down. It I just I'm too no hard. nobody else I don't care no. I just don't want to disappoint dad, but you know daddy always had these I think it's being the oldest. Mm -hmm. If you remember, daddy always had very very high standards of but like you can tell you're disappointing me. I'm like okay, sorry. But do you you know what I'm talking about? Though. Dad always had very very but high you're standards. Very lighthearted. I'm very, I'm very dark hearted. I'm very lighthearted. Like cold. I wear my heart on my sleeves, and nine times out of ten, I get my feelings hurt too much. Now. Don't get it twisted, though. My mouth is nasty. So I will come for you, especially if you come for me or my family. But I'm not just, I don't You're like to disappoint. No, I'm not. I'm a very, very forgiving cold. person. I'm a live and let live. Like very cold and cold hearted. And oh, no, I cannot. I can't be cold hearted. And, and it not bother me. Like just. But so she goes and she picks up. She's got her bag. They're in the car. They're headed to Lori's in Nashville. They get to Lori's. They're moving in Nashville. And um, moving over to her sister, and then they're going to eventually here. Yeah, they're going to get a place, right? Mm -hmm. Slow process. You got to right, leave yeah. first. She did the right thing. Leaving is the hardest part. Right. So she left. And she tried, and Bethany, when she found out, mm -hmm. she went to school. Johnny went to school and got Bethany. When Bethany found out what was happening, she was very excited, actually. And, and that must speak to you on how sad that her she, house was her and life. that she felt in that house with her dad. Mm -hmm. Because most people... 11 years yeah. old, you say you're getting divorced? Yeah. I mean, I can remember when I found out our parents were getting yeah. divorced, and I wasn't even 11, and it's just, oh, my God, I'm not going to see my daddy every day, you right. know? Right. Or, oh, my God, I'm not going to see my mom every day. Like, that was a lot. Yeah. So, she actually was ha excited about, you know, and it's probably just the calmer environment. Right. She even was said to have asked her mom, do you think now I'll be able to stop biting my nails so they don't oh. hurt? That just... That poor anxiety. As someone that anxiety. suffers so bad from anxiety... I just, I feel her because at 11, I mean, I'm sure I always had anxiety, but I'm not a nail biter. Not either, but sis, but as someone that she my boys lips. are, my, um, Aaron's a nail biter. She picks her lips. Aaron's a nail biter. She gets very I don't anxious. know why Aaron's a nail biter because he definitely don't have anxiety, but he just bites his nails. Jaden sucks on his lip and no, it's like dark she'll, underneath. She'll pick it until it bleeds when she gets very anxious. So Johnny wanted, she very much was trying to hide where they had went. Oh, well, yeah. From the, him. The sad part is you always go to a family, and that's the first place they look for you. Because where else do you go? But, yeah. unfortunately, he did find them. Yeah. And, um, sadly, though, Beth and, um, so, sadly, Johnny was able, after he found them, to get a restraining order because of his uh -huh. behavior. But, unfortunately, the judge would only give the restraining order for her. Of course, because, you know. And he ordered. Domestic abuse, dude. He, he did for her, like I said. He gave her the restraining order. But the court system would actually give, give him every give other him. weekend. So pretty much even though right from the rip, even though they're still going through the process, like she would give him, he would get every other weekend. Even mm -hmm. with the reasons they left and Bethany's anxiety, every other weekend, the that court sucks. still gave him every other weekend. Wasn't she old enough at the time to say, hey, I don't know. I how don't know what the laws yeah. were in Tennessee now, and 11. I think you got to be 12. I don't know. know. And it all depends on the judge. I it really, like, and Bethany spoke out. Like, you know, there's so many details yeah. we don't know about don't that. Know. But it was sad, and Johnny fought it. But what do you do? You have to be compliant. Beating little thing. 
anyone's the listening, sidebook. booty mole thing. But oh, um, so this was actually only the second visit when Bethany disappeared that she had had with her dad. That's sad. It very much so. Very much so. So that day, actually, they were going to, um, Lori was actually meeting him halfway mm-hmm. because, you know, two hours away now. Mm-hmm. She was actually meeting him two hours away to um, pick Bethany up because Johnny did not want to violate her um, restraining order. Mm-hmm. So on that afternoon, Johnny had, I mean, Johnny, Bethany had been with Larry. They had actually went into Arkansas and visited some family. Then they had came back to Tennessee on Sunday because they were scheduled later that night, like I said, to meet Lori for pickup. Mm-hmm. So this is where it gets iffy. That morning at around 9, 9.30, Bethany had actually called and talked to Johnny mm-hmm. from a family member's house because they were back in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And, um, but then they went to the mall. Johnny had, I mean, Johnny, Larry had promised Bethany that they could go to the mall. And Bethany, being a true late 90s, early 2000 kid, mm-hmm. preteen, she wanted to go to Claire's. Oh, yeah. I, I, I love yeah. Claire. I still like Claire's. Yeah, she wanted to go to Claire's. Mm-hmm. So, um, um, so they went to the mall, mm-hmm. and they actually went to the old Hickory Mall. Old Hickory Mall. Never heard of it. But that's where they were that day. March 1st. Sounds interesting. March 4th, 2001. So, but this is the part, Marissa, that you're going to, this is our first red flag. First red flag to Larry's story. So, the way Larry tells the story is she really wanted to go to Claire's, but he was just exhausted. You know, they drove to that Friday. He picked her up. Then they drove to Arkansas and then they drove, he drove back and you know, he had to drive again and he was just so tired. So he allowed his 11 year old daughter to go into the mall by herself in 2001 and walk around, not with a friend, not with a group of friends as preteens, you know, not with someone else's parent alone in the mall while he took a nap in the car father of the year well he took a nap in the car wow a nap in the car yeah so at first he would try to say he was only in the car between for about 15 minutes it would later come out that um no that wasn't true Hmm. that wasn't true at all he didn't actually um it she went into lamal around an hour or two supposedly, before he um, would wake up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, what? I have so many. Like, what? what? Yeah, so goes into the mall. At first, like I said, he said it was about 30 minutes at first. Then he changed it to 90 minutes. So somewhere between, what, 30 minutes and two hours? Right. He claims that he woke up and went into the mall to look for Bethany. He's looking around the mall and he doesn't see her, right? He's like, well, well, it's been two hours. Anything could happen within five minutes. He's looking around the mall to try to figure it out. And he actually ran into one of Bethany's friends from, if you remember, they were back in Jackson mm-hmm. and they had moved to Gleason right before right. they left for Nashville. So Bethany had done this bing, bang, boom, moving. Mm-hmm. But while he was at this mall, because they're in Jackson, mm-hmm. um, she, um, he ran into one of her old friends from school, Hillary. Mm-hmm. So he asked Hillary, hey, have you talked to or saw Bethany and Hillary was like and Bethany of course Hillary was with her parents and she's like no we haven't saw her or talked to her I actually haven't talked to her in a while because they're 11 right and she had moved right so he says okay so he just goes on through the mall he's looking for any camp finder well finally at five between 5 30 and 5 15 he finally tells mall security Mall police that, um, it's around 5, 15, 5, 30, yeah, that, um, what is happening and that his daughter's missing. Oh, wow. So, according to his story, he had went to sleep for the hour to two hours or 30 minutes to two hours in his car. Mm-hmm. So, then he, that was 3.30 when he woke up, right? So, two mm-hmm. hours had been gone. Now, we've let another two hours pass. So, Bethany at this point has got, whoever has Bethany has got minimum a four-hour start. Mm-hmm. A minimum of a four-hour start, okay? Right. So, as a mother, 
Number one, I wouldn't do that. But say you're away from your child. Yeah. Five minutes. I can't find my kid. I'm calling 911. I'm probably I'm, freaking after the first minute. That's what I'm saying. Like, five minutes, Even I'm going to still call because what do I say? Overreact. Worst case scenario is I call and bother the Winchester PD and they come. Do you remember when Aaron was looking Sorry at if you heard my chair move, guys. We got to get new chairs. This chair is uncomfortable. He hid in the in the house so we couldn't find him. Who did this? Aaron. It was in the closet hiding. You were living at Buffalo Trace. He was <gasps> in the closet hiding, and we were looking for 40 minutes. Oh, like, yeah, we panicked. We were panicked. Calling everybody. And I heard Well, you know, we had this sound. situation with, um, we had this situation with Colby also, this disappearance. Like, I was taking night classes. You remember when I finished school at college the first time, I had mm-hmm. the first little kids, and I was taking night classes to finish up after work. And um, I was at class that night, and we had just moved into our new neighborhood mm-hmm. and um, where we live now. Yeah. Not that house, though, but the one before. Right. Um, By the lake. And um, Colby was small then, of course. So, Michael, he had the boys, the little ones. Mm -hmm. Um, He had all the kids. And um, he went in the house to get something right quick for, I don't know, Jaden, Aaron. Like, you know, Jaden was a baby baby. So, he went in the house to get something really quick because they were playing outside. It's warm. It's spring. And we'd only been in the neighborhood two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't really know anybody, but our neighbors like right yep. beside us, like the two, right, the older right. lady beside us. And then our neighbors in front of us is all we knew. So Colby's gone. Aaron didn't see him walk off. Yeah. And if you know, as I said, Colby's autism. He's yeah. a wanderer. He's yeah. to be really bad. So Michael said he's screaming mm-hmm. and he's not hearing it. And um, Aaron was by the water. So we knew he wasn't by the water because right. Aaron was fishing. You know, Aaron was bigger. But Colby has this paranoia about water. You know, this yeah. when he was little, he was not going near water without a life jacket. It's right. a safety rule for him. He was not doing it. He still ain't about that life. Right. Thank God. But so Michael runs over to Sarah's and Sarah's, and she's like, no, I haven't seen him. So immediately Sarah right. and them are helping him yeah. look. Um, and um, they're looking for him. They're looking for him, looking for him. Michael literally said he got out his phone and dialed nine one. And then he heard one of the other neighbors on the mm-hmm. street. That was the house right behind Sarah yeah. and them say hey are you looking for colby he's right here colby had went home with another little boy in the neighborhood that was around his age and they had went inside to get something I remember that time but michael literally colby was not gone five minutes and michael was calling 911. Yeah. so four hours yeah. and you guys my husband is not an overreactor yeah. he is not an overreactor but he knew the seriousness yeah. of my six-year-old right i can't find him right. he was just right here right he couldn't have got far. I have to call right now so we can find him. Right. That's how a parent reacts. Yeah. That's how a parent reacts. I think that the first fear I have was Aaron. Oh, yeah. When he hid in the closet and we were freaking out forever trying to find him. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. that is embedded. Because in you know brain. what? And we that overreact. Was a, because that was it's a legit fear. And the sad part is I'm like, how? We knew. And it, the thing is, like, I think we knew he was in the house because we the hiding from us. Because, obviously, you remember how tiny that yeah. apartment was. We were in the living room. Like, he didn't get out the door. But there was another door in his room. Oh, yes. There was a so, door we didn't know. Room. I forgot that led to that back deck. Yes. So, we didn't so know. It was just a whole scene. I just remember that. Tearing the place apart. Yes. And then we finally heard him, and he thought it was a joke. Yeah. Like. You yeah. know what? That's And that's not even the worst time that Aaron ever got lost. But I think that was the first time. That you ever experienced it? Well, that I freaked out. The most terrible. Now, I'm sure Michael... Both of these, like, I'm sure it was just me and you that day. But Michael, obviously, in the neighborhood of Colby. I think it was me, you, and Mom, actually. Possibly. Because she went outside looking for him everywhere. And we, were, I was inside. You were freaking out. You Sounds were right. But, um, so the worst thing that I ever did about losing Aaron, and it was totally me and Michael both. Both parents failed. We were at Siesta Key. My mm-hmm. favorite beach. If you And I will say Siesta Key now has become very com- a lot more commercialized. Mm-hmm. Stupid TV shows, reality TV ruins everything. But you go back to the early, mid, no, not the mid. Go back to about 2010, 2011, Siesta Key. You, beautiful. Like, the crowd was so, the water's just perfect. Like, it was the place to be. I still enjoy visiting there. But now I've taken to finding other small towns around Mm -hmm. that are still small and quaint. Because I go on vacation to relax. I don't go on vacation to do 5,000 things. When I'm at the beach... I want a book, the ocean, mm-hmm. and the beach. Right. Oh, he said. Okay, remember me telling you that it had been four hours mm-hmm. 
since in two hours minimum since Larry had began looking for Bethany. So you remember way back when I told you that Lori and her husband were going to meet him an hour away because of the restraining order that Johnny had on him and protection order so she wouldn't have to violate it by even remotely coming around him. So um, Lori and her husband are sitting there at the spot that they'd agreed on to meet. Five had came and went. Six came. Six o'clock went. She's calling his phone. She's calling his phone. He's not answering. Like, where are you? Freaking out. She hasn't told her sister yet, but it's getting to the point where she's going to have to. But finally. It would be in my head that maybe he took her and left. Exactly. So she's, you know, like she, when he was a few minutes late, even 30 minutes late, he's just, but once that hour came, she was really, you know, and she had been calling his phone. He's not answering. So finally he calls her back and tells her that Bethany's missing. Mm -hmm. And that's all she knows is Bethany is missing. Be on my way there. She did. So that's exactly like, what happened. Um, she immediately said, "Okay, I'm on my way." So immediately, Lori and her husband, you gotta think they're already halfway mm-hmm. there. They're an hour from the mall. So immediately, yeah. Lori is pedal to the metal, like yeah. she's gone. She's calling her sister back in Nashville mm-hmm. to tell her, "Well, Johnny didn't have a car at the time. I can't remember her arms in the shop. Like she didn't have one, so she had to find a ride." No, um, because she's two hours away. Yeah. And she has to find it. So her friend though, she calls her friend. Her friend's like, "I'm on my way." So she's two hours though before yeah. she can even remotely get there to get what's yeah. going on. But she calls, tell me about divine intervention, sometimes destiny. She calls her lawyer immediately, the one that's helping with her divorce, yeah. the, the protection order, all that. Her lawyer happened to be, and she didn't live there, in Jackson, having dinner with her fiance near the mall. Oh, so she went there. So her lawyer immediately checked, right. paid, left, went to the mall. It is said by the police that her lawyer literally pulled up mm-hmm. full-fledged to the cops and ran out of the car right. because she wanted to tell them mm-hmm. about this, this is the only the it. second visit we asked for supervised visits and we didn't get that like what has he done with her like something right. is suspicious there's an abuse like right. you know everything that yes. had happened the abuse right. the divorce right that it's only the second visit that they moved to get away happen? from him. Why didn't they get supervised visits? Like right. they knew this is they your begged. This is your fault. So the lawyers wanted to make it coming from a lawyer, not yeah. her. Right. Because if it's coming from your lawyer, yeah. an outside source yeah. to get the police on the ball that, hey, we mm-hmm. need to be suspicious of Larry. Right. We need to figure out what's going right. on. And come to find out another thing about Larry is that day, Larry looked very different. And his, Was he drunk or something? No, her lawyer keened into his appearance really quick. Larry, you see, was getting gray. Mm-hmm. Well, he had dyed his hair jet black. I mean, I and had sunglasses on. I mean, maybe. It's kind of weird. He, even walking around the mall, he was said to be wearing these sunglasses, the big sunglasses, like he was trying to not be seen. And oh, he had dyed his hair. To look different. And he had dyed it. his hair really, really dark. Mm-hmm. And not only did the lawyer keen in on that, actually, this must be so much... The, the friend that's 11 mm-hmm. actually also didn't said this to him. the police how different he looked and at first she didn't recognize him so if an 11 year old is keying in on how different yeah. someone's dad looks yeah he must have really not been looking yeah. like himself drastic yeah wow um so larry this is where larry's story would get even more red flaggy red i'm gonna throw another red flag at it so they, of course, the lawyer's there. Her aunt gets there. They're still mm-hmm. searching. They're still searching. Finally, Johnny gets there. They're still at the mall at this point mm-hmm. when Johnny gets there. Because um, she's you know, right. in Nashville. So she gets there as soon as she can. And they, everybody settle down. They talk about a briefing with the cops right quick. She speaks to the police. And then the police decide they're just going to take everyone down to the police section right. to interview them like all separately. Separate. Like, let's just get them all right. separate. Let's get to the bottom of what's going on. Let's see if we can find this child. Right. So the police said every time they would go into Johnny's room, Mm-hmm. She was just where she was at hysterical. by herself. She was just hysterical. Like, have yes. you found her? Do you know anything? Yeah. Like, help me. Why am I in this room? Can I just go look for my daughter? Right. Even though they're assuring her, there are people still right. out there looking for her while we're yeah. here with you. you. you just it's can't. not the same as yeah. wanting. But when the policeman going to Larry's room, he was sleeping. That's why or I dozing maybe off. He was high or, or sleeping. Or drunk. Or I don't know. Like, it's she just didn't care. Maybe he already knew where Bethany was. So why do you care? So police have decided at this point, she's not here that we can find her. Right. We have to get surveillance. So they pull all the mall security cameras. Mm-hmm. Bethany's not on those cameras. They could not find Bethany anywhere. So she was never in the mall? According to the cameras, according to the police, I can't say because I wasn't there, right. but 
No video footage found her entering or leaving the mall that day. So if she did go to the her mall. Her friend she, Hillary didn't see her. She never made it in the mall. Yep, and not even the footage in the parking lot. You know, malls got security everywhere. That's what I'm saying. Did, did they have so. it? Did, nope. they, did they see his car? Yeah, he was at the mall. Remember, he went in even. He met. Okay, the but I'm saying like the surveillance. It switch. never said what time his car got there. They probably, I mean, it didn't say that timeline wasn't suspicious. See... So he probably got there and took a nap, like he said, but they never saw Bethany. But like they never seen her get out of the car. Yeah. That's what I'm I don't know if there did... was a camera right where you parked to get out of the car, but they never seen Bethany in the mall parking lot where there was surveillance or inside any of the mall or mall stores. And they pulled every camera and went over them time and time again to make sure they didn't miss her. That, yeah. Even family helping look through the tape to make sure. Yeah her mother to make sure she wasn't missed so that's a red flag too right yeah. also remember hillary was in the mall yeah larry starts twisting his story at this time when they're telling him that well we can't find her larry tries to lie to the police and tell him that yes she was she went into the mall with hillary and hillary's like i never seen her so they go and they ask hillary and Lori's even asking johnny this point, did she even have a friend named hillary and Lori said, yeah, she did when we lived in Jackson. But you got to think, we had moved, and then yeah. we moved again, and they're 11. She hadn't talked to this yeah. friend in months. Yeah. It's not like they were BFFs still. Yeah. And it never even said if they were BFFs to begin with. It's just a friend. Could have been, been a like classmate. A classmate. Yeah. So her parents were like, no, she this definitely right. did not go in the mall with us today. Yeah. Yeah. Hillary hasn't even talked to her. Yeah. So, no. Mm -hmm. Another red flag. So we went to sleep in a letter 11 road, just to recap, supposedly. go into the mall, supposedly, supposedly alone. I'm going to say that. We've lot. looked after our little nap for two hours before we alert anyone. Then we've twisted our story that she went in the mall with someone that she certainly did not go into the mall with. I'm going to say foul play. I am. I'm, that's right. Yeah. Foul play. So as I told you, his appearance, his appearance was so off that both the lawyer and Hillary the childhood friend of Bethany's told the police about his appearance without being asked. Cause of course the police had never seen him. They didn't know that he didn't look like he always looked. So they when, brought this up to how different he looked. So when they did, so let's just say there was an 11 year old suspicious. When, when they did the drop off, did he look normal then? And doesn't say that he didn't, but I mean, he had a hat on, not had his sunglasses on, but I'm seeing like he might not have got to think about it. Look, what if they did the drop off? What if Lori, Lori obviously dropped her off mm -hmm. because the protection order, so if Lori dropped her off and wasn't paying attention, mm, okay, and he had a hat or something on, you know, because I was trying to figure out maybe because maybe he wasn't all the way gray, right. but if he had a hat on, yeah, and he did, and you know, sunglasses yeah. outside, you know, you wouldn't think it's not as weird if you're outside in sunglasses versus inside. I'm trying to think if maybe that happened before or after. Yeah, after I'm thinking afterwards though because it was never said otherwise. Mm, okay. I just. I'm yeah, just like I'm in this asleep, hole and I'm just yeah. Your mind's just reeling because I don't care if I hadn't slept in 72 hours. If my baby is missing, I'm reacting like Johnny. I am panicking. I am screaming. I am begging you. Please let me out of this room to go look for my baby. Yeah. Please help me find her. Um. Johnny mm. says, and so you know she doesn't know what to do. She's in the police station. She's taking the advice of the police, what they should do. And the police had told her to not talk to the media. They had actually like. Told, took her out the back yeah. of the police station even to keep her from the media mm -hmm. and um johnny has said in years past that is one of her biggest regrets is not going to the like media faster yeah. but you don't know you're doing what the the police thought they were helping they thought they were protecting her from all the situation but no. now johnny would give you the advice use every resource yeah. get on social media yeah. get on get on the news keep it relevant get their face right. out there whatever yeah. you have to do she will say that was one of her biggest mistakes yeah was not using the media That's sooner yeah. and i just That's no okay. fault to her though That's the court said she had to guilt. go there That's yeah just that's just mom, mom guilt, guilt. Mom so let's talk about before we get to the theories and which you know i'm not reading that rabbit yeah. hole so let's talk about though about a month in april about a so in april about a month after her disappearance there were several tips and sightings of bethany multi-people now reported a sighting of bethany with a woman who looked unkept Maybe even homeless Maybe looking. Home. Yeah. She looked to, she had looked to be in her forties. She had really fuzzy, fluffy, dirty hair. Um, she had holes in her shoes. Like she just looked very dirty. Mm -hmm. Um, at this diner. And um, multiple people from the diner thought that oh, that looks like that girl. And they call in the tip. Mm -hmm. Of course, by the time the police got there, she was gone. The woman and the child was gone. 
So that didn't pan out. So moving on. Then there was a sighting right after that of described the same looking woman mm-hmm. trying to enroll a child in a school system in mm-hmm. Tennessee, different county, of course, right. but trying to enroll the child in school. Now, the, the school couldn't enroll the child because she didn't have an, ad- an address, social security card. Yeah. She didn't have any of the things with her, she said, quote, mm-hmm. quotations that you would need to enroll a child mm-hmm. in school. So they couldn't. But the school system immediately also were like, hold on. So why didn't they do lockdown? I don't know. I don't know how, why they didn't handle it differently, but they did call the police. But, but like, make, like. why I don't know why they didn't, like, try to, like. Like, not detain her, but, like. Stall it out. Like, Act like, like you were enrolling her. Yes. Like and maybe it was just one of those things, like, you don't, we don't, in retrospect, we can say no. that. But at the time. Yeah. Like you're trying to think on the moment yeah. and your mind's probably racing. Like, how do I alert the authorities? Right. And we don't know how many people had seen her at this right. point at first. Like, so, but they did, they authorized like, you know, mm-hmm. but unfortunately the woman never came back. Of course. Oh, she's not going to. So then after that, there was one more sighting and this would be the very last sighting of Bethany to this day. Um, it is reported that Bethany and the woman. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing that's crazy. She keeps being seen supposedly. Mm-hmm. The same people. Now, of course, these could just what be. What name do they use? It um, it didn't say. So I wonder, like, if you could, like, yeah, just write an ad down, write a post. I need answers too. So, um, that's the part that I do find funny about this: that maybe he gave her to someone or did something with her, because the same pair keeps being seen. Now that, but then they were never seen again after this. So the last time they were seen, they were said to have boarded a greyhound mm-hmm. for Moline, Illinois. So they get the tip that they believe someone, even at the bus station, this right. child is getting recognized because, right. you know, people, it's all over Tennessee. Yeah. Things like this happen. They mm-hmm. don't happen every day. They do. And the, well, they do happen. Actually, they happen like every 40 seconds. Think, uh, but they don't happen in small towns like that to but where, I guess I'm trying to say, I'm trying to, I know they happen, but I'm saying, they do. They I don't know how to say coverage. it. No, it wasn't even like that. It was what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to think of how I want to say it. Everyone was talking about it because yeah. it was such big news in the small right. town. Right. Does that make sense? That's yes. how I wanted to say okay. it. So they report the person that sold mm-hmm. them a ticket mm-hmm. actually called and put in this tip. Like, hey, right. I think I just sold this woman and this child a ticket and told the cops where they were. So cops so, in Tennessee, call the cops in Illinois. Okay. Cops in Illinois actually go Stop to the Greyhound the station. No, they go to the Greyhound station and they are waiting there. When that bus ends in Moline, Illinois, the police are there. They board the bus. Yeah. They do a search. Nowhere to be found. So, they got on the bus though. So it is speculated that's all part of the ruse that somewhere, you know how the bus stops, multiple stops somewhere along so the way. So bus driver know that they got off? Well, I mean, think about there it. There can't be that many people on that bus uh, back We don't then. know that there was, I mean, I've never been on a Greyhound, so I don't know how full the buses get. I mean, I've seen But I'm saying, what if there was a bunch of people on the bus and he's the, whoever, he or she, you know, paying attention to your passengers, so they're just going on. Why didn't the police call Greyhound? Greyhound has a way, even back then. To alert that bus, like, hey. Oh, I know, but um, it wasn't. I mean, I guess when they called the Illinois police, Illinois went there. So they, I guess in their minds, they were doing everything they could. So it is speculated that somewhere along the way they got off the bus, but that was the very last time. And you would know where you're stopping, so go to these states. Like, there's so many things that. There's so many things that don't make sense to me. Why Why did she go into the mall, quotes, alone? Why was he granted unsupervised visits if Bethany was scared of him and had this anxiety caused by him? Right. As I said, but it why, takes a lot why would to you be happy home? you're leaving your dad's house. Because most people, like I said, would be yeah. very upset by that. Why, would you keep why the child? sunglasses? Why dye your hair? Why do I know exactly what she was wearing? Like, why are you going to sleep when they're telling you they haven't found your child? Why can't they find her on camera? Why'd you lie about the friend? Yeah. There's just so much. I don't. I don't get giving your child away, or I don't. I don't know. Like, why? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. That that part doesn't make sense. I get that. You know, like there's a lot of red flags with that girl, and that girl could just be another girl. It could be. Think about how much I told you. Now I did this some reason. I told you how much that girl looked like. Just even us growing yeah, up. Yeah, that's what I said. Like, so could could it, it could, be? Yes, it, it could, could very well be someone that meets that description. Meets that same description as could not be her, but not be her. It could have all just been coincidence. I mean, there's just so many. There's so many red flags when it comes to her dad. But I yes. there's also 
sad part is he's not talking and there was never he won't talk to media or anyone anymore at all period larry won't discuss his daughter or talk to media which is also strange because yeah it's been 20 years but you would still want her to come home 60 years later i would still be looking for my baby there are parents that are 40 50 years later on cases that i've read yeah. about that are still searching for their yes. child yeah that don't make sense to me not at all so there wasn't a lot of movement on the case until 2016. Hmm. so in 2016 years later Wow. A couple in Tennessee came forward and said that they found a young woman laying on their porch and they asked the girl if she needed help if she wanted, and she did. She said she was hungry and very, very thirsty. She wanted food and water. But when the, um, but when the, the girl got spooked though, before they could even help her, because when they said they were calling the police, she ran away. So, I mean, it was in Tennessee also, so it's suspected it could have been based on the description, but it had been so many, so years. many years. And what she could have went through then. So, the actually, they actually, um, so it could have been, couldn't have been, but yeah. police were on it. So, yeah. they actually found the lady. Oh, so it wasn't her. And they brought her into the station and questioned her. At first, she had no memory of who she was. She just, she said that she must have been suffering from amnesia. She didn't know who, where she was, how she got on the porch. She didn't know anything. She was probably high. So then they placed her. No, they believe she was mentally ill. So then okay. they placed her actually in a facility. Mm. And the next uh, story that the woman would tell is that she would finally say that she could remember now. And her name was Sarah Nicole Jackson. Mm. Jackson. Bethany went missing in Jackson. Mm. This lady's last name is Jackson. Um... Then later, she would go on to say that actually, that wasn't the truth. She always could remember, and she was Bethany. No, don't play that sick joke. That That's this, sick. Why do people do this in That's so many sick. missing cases? So the woman had the but She did have a mole on her chest. Freckles go away as you get older sometimes. Mine so the police started thinking, maybe, okay, she was on this porch like this, you know, maybe. So... Um, because the mole in the chest and her story, like you have to take everything it's, seriously. They need to get a DNA test because they didn't have yeah. her, they didn't have Bethany's fingerprints on file. So they have to contact Johnny as much as they don't want to give her yeah. false hope and tell her like, Hey, we've checked this out. The, the eye color, the hair color, the mole in her chest matches. Like we don't want to get your hopes up, but we need, DNA, we need yeah. DNA to find out. So Johnny is just in full fledged panic. And she's sitting here and like, Oh my God. Maybe. Oh my God. Maybe they found her. Oh my God, my daughter's coming home. How am I going to get to her? What does she need to be able to come home? Mm -hmm. Can she drive? Because, you know, yeah, she's been missing 15 years. She'd be in her 20s. She'd be nearly 20 years old, mm -hmm. if not 20. Um, where has she been? What happened to her? Was she hurt? Wonder what size clothes and shoes she needs. Like, you know, like bomb right. things immediately right. start popping into your head. Because she would have been in 2016, 26 years yeah. old, actually. Yeah. Because it had been 15 yeah. years. So. As I said, her mom brain is spinning. Like, what can yeah. I do for her? How am I going to help her? How am I going to get to my baby? Where is she at? Tell me everything. Do you know what I'm right. saying? So the DNA test was run in a few days to get the results. And, and of course, not... when they came back, she wasn't. I Johnny. when people do that. That's sickening to give, like, a parent false hope, thinking that you could possibly be their baby, and they can't tell you for sure because it's been 20-plus years since they've seen you. Yeah, like, I don't just, do that. Don't do that. That is so yeah, messed it's up just on so, so sick. many levels. It's so sick. But there's so many things so about this that levels. Johnny said she still finds so weird. She knows that it's not her daughter. DNA approved it. Mm -hmm. But the mole thing and the description, you know, 26 years, 15 years, yeah. a lot of time to change yeah. the way you look. Um, That was so weird. But this is the other thing. Unless this lady was just a car artist and hoping to scoot right in. Probably. She had to be local and know about Bethany's case and be mm -hmm. around the same age. Because... She used the name Jackson, mm -hmm. which, you know, Johnny thought was weird since yeah. that's where she went missing from. So she, well, if she's all over the news, then. And this woman could have just seen her. Yeah. But as I said, and fingerprints to... came in. So after this whole thing and her having to go through this, because she said one of the hardest days of all this time passing, even though it's been all these day? years, were those few days of waiting to find out if this was her child or yeah. not. I can totally see that. I, I, yeah. Like it would be horrible to know, to losing your child would be horrible. I believe there's a special kind of hell for not knowing what happened to your yeah. child. 
And then to be 15 years of not knowing where your child is, and then there's a possibility that someone could be, that just blows my mind. And I hope that if someone, I hope the people that do this on purpose to families are in a special kind of hell. Yeah. I, I hope that there is some kind of special purgatory hell for them and they are suffer sick on so many levels. So many levels. So many. So after that, though, just to try to save parents from going through what she had went through. Um, Johnny has become a big advocate on get your finger, your kids' fingerprints doing. Do them yourself. Like, you can do them at home. Like, order a kid. Like, fingerprint your kids. Fingerprint your kids. I remember that was a big thing in the 90s. You know, the little picture thing the, like, and the, the fingerprints? Cards. Yes. Yeah. They don't do those. It was actually, I'm on my other podcast on the Ann Goblet one. I do remember I actually, that. Um, that comes up. Mm-hmm. The fingerprinting thing and the Ann Goblet case on my other podcast. So, um, Johnny wanted to do something she would always for Bethany that would always mm-hmm. remember. So Johnny petitioned and went before the Senate and the governor and got support. And she actually got March 4th declared national or no statewide, not mm-hmm. national statewide missing Tennessee missing children's day. Mm-hmm. So every year, March 4th is Tennessee missing children day. Oh. And she did that in memory of Bethany to just raise awareness, not just for Bethany, but for, for all of the missing kids out there, not just even to Tennessee, yes. but that's just something she could do in her state. Right that would bring some awareness to missing part, missing children cases. It just blows my mind how much like, and sadly though, that's the last movement in the case. Mm. That is the last move. I still think her dad had something to do with it. I definitely. Okay. So let's talk about a few theories right quick. But there's so many red flags that you just couldn't ignore yeah, I mean, like, the parents, like, I just went over yeah. all the things a while ago, yeah. like, like, definitely, her dad knows more. Yeah, like, there's... If he didn't harm Bethany, and let's just say that I would hope to God that a father could not kill their child, I would, but we know it happens it all happens. the time. Yeah. I just don't know how you could love something and bring it into this world. Yeah. But I'm not a sociopath, so no. I will never understand how people can do that. No. But my big, my next thing is, what in the world... Could you, how could you keep it a secret? If he had, if she, she wasn't in my, this is my personal opinion, my personal opinion. She was not at the mall. She never yeah, went to that mall yeah, that day. I don't think so. There's that not that just, many that security cameras that him. aren't going to see her. She's never, I believe he went just yeah, like he said at the time saying. he went, he went and took his, I believe he took a nap. Yeah, but I, And she, I believe he was so tired because what, after, what, after, he what? probably drove all night. Now we know that Bethany that morning at nine had talked mm-hmm. to her mother. Mm-hmm. So whatever happened to her though, did happen between 9am and three. Yeah. So whatever he did, he was tired from. He was tired from. He was tired from, or he maybe he drove all night mm. to get there to set up this. You know, he needed her to call from there. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, what, I best say. case scenario is he gave. Oh, I don't understand why I'd give her. I, I guess like best case it. scenario is to me, he that gave her to someone who thought they're living her best life. But eleven years now, even six or seven, you could have your memories altered and changed. But eleven. Eleven. No. 11 yeah. all this time she'd be 33 years old she would you know who you, you would do an internet search you would yeah. see that your mother is yeah. still out here looking for you advocating for you yeah, um, wanting your um return yeah i'm gonna say that one i don't believe that he just gave her away to somebody i just don't see that happening so as i said in 2021 it was the 20 years since bethany had disappeared and that is when the became the actual Tennessee. So is he still alive? Yes, he does not speak with media. Though. Oh, that's, I remember you telling me he didn't speak with me about that. So Bethany, when the, Bethany's, I'm just going to read you a little bit from this letter, this open letter that Bethany's mother actually wrote on her blog, Dear Bethany. Well, it's actually on from her blog, but it's actually on the missingkids.org, and mm-hmm. I will put a link in there so you can read the whole thing. But it says, Dear Bethany, I've, I can't believe another year has passed without you here. I never thought we would be here 20 years later, wondering where you are. The day you went missing is seared into my brain. Every second of that day plays through my head. Could I have done anything to prevent this from happening? Mm-hmm. I remember March 4th, 2001, like it was yesterday. You were on a weekend visit with your father, and you never showed up on Sunday at the meeting place for your Aunt Lori and Uncle Larry to pick you up. I'm assuming there were two Larrys. Maybe that's why in every other article I get, they just called him Larry. Mm -hmm. Then she goes on to remember, you know, uh, talking about how, you know, memories. And this is a letter to her daughter. And like I said, I will link it so everybody can read the whole letter. 
it talks about how traumatized she was to, you know, knowing that when that person came right. forward, like, could it be her? Yeah, definitely. And she talks about the last time she talked to her daughter and she can remember when the call started, but mm -hmm. over time, it's slowly, it's slowly fading and how that's breaking her, but that she will never forget her and um, that she passed this bill in honor of her. So March 4th is Tennessee Missing Children's Day. We have a candlelight visual release balloons with bookmarks and have pictures of all the children missing in Tennessee in them. Aww. And her mother goes on to say, Bethany, this is for you and because of you. We will never give up on finding you, loving you, and praying that wherever you are, you are safe and happy. I love you, Bethany, Mom. Aww. And like I said, the whole letter will be linked. I mean, that's how a mother behaves. He mm -hmm. was just, he don't talk to media, can't do anything. She's out here advocating for more children. She's still looking for her daughter. And he's just living his life. I supposedly, I couldn't find very little on him. And honestly, I didn't try to look deep dive yeah. into him because to me, You're, even if he didn't have anything to do with it and I'm completely wrong, he still was a, a woman beater. So You're still he was still an abuser. So You're still very suspicious. So we hope you enjoy us. We swear we're trying to get better at this. We're trying to get better on being on time. But we're new. We're not professionals yet. No. We're learning. And we're moms. And we're moms and no. business owners besides this. So we are crazy busy people and we really are doing the best we can. I hope, though, that I gave you the info that everyone needs that could bring some awareness to Bethany's case. Because, like I said, Bethany could still be out there. Very possible. So with all that being said... We hope you will follow us on all of our socials and you can follow us on TikTok at Scream Queen Pods 23, on Instagram at Scream Queens Pod, on YouTube at Scream Queens Pods 23. You can send us a Gmail with any cases you'd like us to look into or any spooky spookies for Marissa yeah. at ScreamQueensPod at gmail.com. Also, if you would be so kind to leave us a nice little review, it really just helps us get out there and it literally costs zero dollars to help us by leaving us a nice review and sharing our podcast. Yep. Thank you. Bye. Bye.